What up, everybody? It is Nate with Street Wave. I'm at First Cuss Barber here in Raytown. I'm here with my man Alex and his um, dude that's getting haircut, man. You know, he's trying to look fresh. What's going on, man? Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey. Um, so the, I know a little bit about you. We know a little bit about you, but we want to know more, especially the listeners. So tell us your story, where you began and where you are now. All right. So um, my name is Alex. Um, I'm a Brisbane. I was born in Oklahoma, but I moved to Kansas City when I was about maybe 14, 13, whatever eighth grade is. I moved to Kansas City. Uh, um, let's see what else. That's all. I, I started cutting hair about a year ago. The guy I have in my chair right now is actually one of my first clients. The first person who let me mess his hair up, you know. But, um, yeah, that's about it. I'm 21 years old, uh, and I like Kanye West. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> up. I think that's awesome because that kind of reminds me of my homie Evan. He's starting to tattoo out of his house, yeah. and I was his first one. And, like, right. seeing him in, in progress and, yeah. like, get better and better and he better. He tattoos now? Yeah. Yeah, that was, like, amazing. Yeah, I'm going to have to give you his information, oh, man. He's, he's a good dude. Um, so when did um, the whole barbering thing come into life? Uh, so I actually started, I have a good friend named Lily. He cuts hair. He's always cut my hair. And uh, I had this guy out of the military. I didn't, know, I didn't want to go to college. He was like, just go to barber school. So I, I just was doing it for fun at first, and I actually ended up being really good at it. So I stuck with it. But that was like last year in February. Yeah, and you were just like one day just thinking about it, and it just happened? Yeah, I literally like... I signed up for barber school and got all my stuff ready with like in a week. I signed up on Monday and by that next Tuesday, I was already in school. I like bought my clippers. Like some of them I got off eBay. Some of them were like hand-me-down clippers. It was, it was crazy. I made the decision to be barber in like a week. Uh, I think the best things come out of ideas and decisions like that yeah. is not wasting anybody's time and your own self's time and doing what you love. Um, any inspirations for your barbering skills? Uh, so like I said, I'm a huge Kanye West fan. There's his, his barber name is Jasper. I know everybody knows Jasper. Uh, he does like crazy designs and stuff. Some of my bigger inspirations and also the best barber in Kansas City, uh, Alili, who's taught me a lot of haircut and stuff. So if, if Kanye was here, what kind of haircut would you give him? Those, have you seen the patterns he got in the hair right now? No, no, no. He has like zebra print all the way through his head. It's crazy. It's amazing. But I would definitely do that. I need to catch up on my design. So I would give him that. I always thought it would be interesting if he did, like, if you saw those Nike, uh, the Kanye ones through oh, Nike, yeah, yeah, yeah. where he put, like, the, the Ys on the cement parts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I mean, that would, uh, the Ys would be pretty dope on the side. My hand is not that steady. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do um, so, barbering community, it's something that kind of struck me today. Is there a barber community here in KC? Oh, yeah, there most, most definitely is. There's, like, there's probably about three or four because they're all divided. I don't know why, but, yeah, there's definitely. I have a lot of barber friends, and they have a lot of barber friends. So. That's what's up. Um, so we have a question all the time. I, I ask every guest of mine, if you, what kind of animal are you or would you be and why? I was definitely dreading this question. Uh, I think I'm going to give a very generic answer because I don't have an amazing answer right now. I'll come back to you with that. But I think I would be a bird because uh, they fly and I'm fly. Oh, <laughs> hey. Yeah, because it's funny because I put on here on the on the notes um, swag and cutting hair. Oh, yeah. That's that's a, a category yeah. that we can put in. Um, yeah. Other than Kanye, what's your other favorite brands that you like to wear? Brands. Uh, I'm, I've been really wearing a lot of Champion lately because I'm trying to wear more sweats because everybody else is wearing sweats. And then uh, I wear a lot of local Kansas City brands, too. Like, for example, this guy in the chair, he makes a brand called Avenge. I have, like, seven graphics. I got a flannel from him. What else do I have? 
He got belts, jackets, all that stuff. It's one of my favorite Kansas City brands. But yeah, I'm trying to wear a lot of more local artists. So definitely Champion, Avenge, and then I wear Air Jordan 1s almost every day. Right. It's like the best. I saw you in the, the, Revenge, the Revenge hoodie the other day. On Instagram, the black, the black with the the green lightning. Oh, that's him. Avenged. Oh, that's yeah, you. That's him. That's him. Oh yeah, shit! Right no, nah, this is awesome. Black and the green lightning. Yeah, that's definitely. All right, him. so let me ask you a question. How long have you been in the game? I've been designing for two years now. Yeah. Are you from here? Yes. Um, how long have how long have you been doing clothes? Two, just two years, or? Well, I've been doing clothes for about three or four years, but designing my own clothes two years. Nice. Did you go to school for it? Uh, no. Man, isn't the best thing is the people that don't go to school the best shit ever. The best. Because they're passionate about it. In school, we're always, like, forced to, like, be in this line and be this way. But being out of school, for me, especially with the podcast, going from, like, music to just doing this has been a refresher for me. Because I'm exposing stories like you guys. You know what I'm saying? Um, 2019. We're here now. Is there any goals for you personally? I have uh, way too many goals to list. uh one of the bigger goals is to build my clientele because I'm like a really new barber. Definitely that. Um, I want to reach more people. Like I want a broader audience what I have because right now I cut a lot of my friends here. I want to cut people I don't know, people who are coming from different places. I want to steal people from their barber, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And another big goal, I need to start saving money. Definitely. Financial stability is important, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, well, this summer with our Street Wave summer uh, live podcast we love to include you on whatever doing some barbering man like set up whatever hey, we could do something man i don't know i'm just thinking off the top of my head i don't know set okay. up a booth I'm, I'm, i mean booth yeah yeah i'm i'm, I'm just i'm just saying yeah right yeah no that'd be dope i'm gonna we're gonna really think about that yeah, i'm gonna say that one yeah we're gonna say with dom um how do we make an appointment through you uh so most people follow me on social media at Freshest Barber and have a link there. Also, I put up flyers like everywhere, everywhere I go. Um, or you can just text me, DM me, Snapchat, Instagram, all that stuff. And well, what's the Instagram? Everything is Freshest Barber, spelled correctly Ooh. and all that. Yeah. Well, my friend, for sure, you are the freshest barber in the city. Like, no doubt. Um, we also want to give you time to either say anything to the listeners, any like motivation or anything that's on your mind that you want the listeners to know about you. Um, just kind of a farewell on the podcast or you can drop the mic and that'd be it uh farewell on the podcast i'm just gonna say look good feel good if you look good you're gonna feel good so come get a cut for me so you can look good and then you'll feel good uh, <laughs> hey that's what's up well man i appreciate your time yeah, i appreciate you too man we out that was fire What up, everybody? It's Nate with Street Wave. I am here, a messenger on a cold-ass Friday with my boy Devin. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Just living. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Um, I know a little bit about your story. I know a little bit that you're an artist, but we want to know more. The listeners want to know more. So if you could just tell a little bit about yourself and then where you are now. I'm 21. I'm from Kansas City. Uh, I'm currently working at Arts Tech painting and doing commissions. That's about it right now. Okay, so when or where did art impact you? Was it in high school? Was it before high school? Um, Yeah, when did that all begin? I say around when I was four. My uncle saw that I liked, uh, what is it, Arthur the Anteater? He drew it for me. 
And then I just kept trying to reproduce that. And then eventually I did. And it just stuck with me ever since. So what, what, uh, what is your definition of a cartoonist? I, there's really not a good definition anymore because you have the ones that can like create and put on to a channel. And then you have like street artists who I think are still cartoonists who reproduce that. And you have also the painters like me who reproduce that and also add their own twinge and their own character to it. So it's just, it's kind of washing in now. Um, You have a couple characters that you like to to draw, right? You have a couple. You want to explain a little bit about your characters that you you like to uh, represent? Uh, They're called the Crusaders. They wear masks. It could be like a Batman mask or a skull it's just um, so you will identify them more as like this unknown character and then they'll kind of grow onto you. And I just want all my paintings to be in somebody's living room. So if you if they grow onto you like that, then you can. That's how it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's that saying, let the art speak for itself. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know where we were there when I first met you at the 18th and Vine event last weekend that you were talking about the guy that was next to you that was inspiring you. That was your inspiration. Is there anyone else in the cartoon or in the art world that inspires you? I say Cause, uh, Basquiat, uh, Andy Warhol. Uh, I'm missing out a couple. Um, Spiff, King Spiff, and uh, McFly. That's kind of contemporary. And uh, he worked with Kanye. Good morning. I mean, uh, graduation. I forgot his name. But yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to butcher his name. <laughs> hey, shout out! Shout out to the Kanye and the graduation bear. What's funny is that I have the graduation bear tattooed on my leg from a dear friend, Evan. Yeah, um, favorite album of mine and um, favorite graphic of mine. Speaks a lot of volume. Um, what do you think about the cartoon uh, community here in Kansas City? Could it be better? Could you represent it? Or like, hey man, who knows, you know? Well, I say still a lot of work to do. I was originally going to move to Chicago because theirs is already, you know, it's already like an infrastructure in there with uh, Hebrew Brantley and, you know, Kanye being from there. So it already has this, like cartoon culture. But uh after going to 18 Vaughn, I was like, well, there's work. Can I can do some work here because it's kind of hard for me to get my stuff out. And so I just thought people didn't like it or something because I didn't have that many people to see it on social media. And nowadays, that's how you do it. And so I was just like, maybe I should start new and go to Chicago. But I think I can lead it. Me and my pal Xavier. Yeah. No, no, I believe in you. That's why you're here, man. Like, I, I wouldn't meet with you if I, if we didn't believe in you. Um, I saw your passion and your love for what you do at the 18th of Vine last week. So I'm glad you connected with us and was like, let's do an interview. So that's why we're here. You know what I'm saying? Um, so the community here in KC is a little here and there. You could lead it. I believe in you. You can do this. Um, what's next for you right now? Or what have you been working on? Um, currently working on... Planet Comic Con at uh, Bartle Hall here. Um, And then I got a gallery exhibition on April because I met somebody at the 18 Vine place who said that they wanted me to do a little show there. And 
that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, I see that there's pain on your hands, man. Is it hard to get off at times? Uh, yeah, but I was just painting earlier. Uh, That's where I was getting to. Like, you're always working. You're always putting forward, eh? Um, I just saw on Instagram as I sat down, like, three new posts from you. So, listeners, if you're listening, you need to follow Devin, which we'll talk at the end, your Instagram handle and everything. Um, My big question, or not big question, but we like to joke around with this question, and I want to know from your heart, from you, is if you're an animal, what kind would you be and why? A cockroach. Because they're pretty much indestructible. Even from nuclear blasts. That's a great idea. You're the first person to ever say an insect. That's brilliant. It's clever. You hear that, listeners? Like, no one else. Everyone's saying, like, wolves, owls, birds, mammals, maybe a dolphin. I don't know. Um, Any 2019 goals for you? Get into more galleries, sell more paintings impact more people so now we're going to get to the gram the instagram so where can the listeners find out more about what you're going on what's the instagram name half moon studios with a z oh hey half man half moon yeah no it's loud in the messenger today so i'm like trying to hear everything um so lastly for the listeners now this is from you um do you have anything you want the listeners to hear that you can encourage the listeners as artists or as creatives, as whatever they do in life, would you have anything that you could um, encourage them to keep on doing? Network. In the beginning, it may seem like you're in a rabbit hole by yourself, and to me, that's the most dangerous time that artists can experience is that solitude because you're basically born to mingle with people to help people. So if you get trapped in in your head basically there it seems no way to get out so just mingle with people uh share your art with your friends they might not have a good response that you are looking for but at least it's something well Devin, i appreciate your time and we out the podcast you just heard was made using anchor ever thought about making your own podcast Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started. What up, everybody? It's Nate with Shreewave, and welcome to another short series podcast. Today, I'm at the Roastery on Main Street. Here with Deuce. What's going on, man? What's good, bro? I'm just chilling. Yeah, man, that's good. Hey, so we have talked a little bit. I've known you for a little while. We've known each other through some other friends and the small world and all that stuff. But I, I want to know a little bit more about you. I want to know the story of just where you grew up and then how you got started and then where you are now. Uh, I grew up in Kansas City, uh, Kansas City, Missouri, to be exact. Uh, yeah, lived here most of my life. Uh, moved to Dallas, uh, middle of my life and yeah and i'm back here now how how is um how has dallas influenced you being here in the midwest uh dallas influenced me a lot because uh i could say down there that was like more of my upbringing of me like you know bringing my you know art to see out like showing people that i can really you know draw or 
make clothes or whatever. Because at first I was just playing basketball, you know, that was when I was Kansas City, but I had moved down to Dallas because I wasn't doing good at school and all that. So it kind of like downfall my basketball career or whatever. So, you know, I just stayed with the art and then start meeting people and connecting people with Dallas and yeah. No, I've been to Dallas before and the art scene was insane. I was um, actually at a Fort Modern, or what is it? Fort Worth? Yeah, Fort Worth Modern Museum mm-hmm. for Causes Exhibit about a year and a half ago and meeting the culture down there and like the, the street scene or the streetwear culture and everything. Um, has that influenced you at all into what you're making right now? Um, yeah, yeah, but no. I mean, uh, there's definitely like people in Dallas that influence me. Uh, I think it's more like down there is just the vibe. Like you, like be around so many creative people, it makes you want to be creative. But as far as me, like creating certain like pieces or artwork, I didn't really like get it. Like from Dallas, it's just like things that I went through. So yeah, that's all. Do you remember creating your first uh, your first piece for your brand? Uh, <laughs> uh actually. Yeah, but it wasn't um, it wasn't just my brand at the time, and it wasn't Wicked. It was something called Dynasty, and it was me, with me and my homie Miles. He doesn't design or anything no more, but um, but yeah, me and him started one, and then didn't work out. And I I've been like wanted to do Wicked back in Dallas, <laughs> but yeah, it, it just didn't work out. It didn't like when I was in Dallas, whatever. I was, I was still trying to figure myself out, and I figured I. I think that's what wicked how it's wicked is today, like how it became today. Cause it's like I don't know, it's weird. It's like I was just trying to figure myself out, and it's like at the same time, wicked was like still a hold of me. Like that name was still holding me. I just didn't know what I was gonna use it for. So, isn't it insane that I like have such a great idea, but like trying to apply it and explain it can be difficult at times? Cause all the time, <laughs> all the time, bro. Cause like, we were trying to be understood at yeah, some point. Yeah, like. A lot of artists try to be. I think a lot of artists are misunderstood. Like, I think it's just a lot of a lot of stuff goes on in our head. Like, we just can't grab to it. Like, it, it's like a lot I want to say or a lot I want to do. I just can't like get out. <laughs> I get it. Um, I, I want to know the the meaning behind your brand and where that where that name came from, and then how you applied it. Okay, so like when I told you, like. When I was in Dallas, like, Wicked, the name Wicked always, like, stood out to me. But at first, I, like, as a clothing line, I was just gonna have it, have it spelled just as Wicked, like, how it's normally spelled. But I came to, like, came to, like, try to find myself and just going through experience, like, going to jail and stuff like that. And I didn't want to be there type thing. And just maybe just, like, <laughs> Like this look, this look at the world like in a different uh, perspective. Like basically, like wicked is like turning your um, negatives to a positive. That's why it's spelled the way it's spelled W I K I D. The W I stands for wise, and the K I D stands for kid. So it's like you might see the word wicked mean, meaning like thinking that it's like mean, somebody's being mean or something like that, or aggressive or however you want to take it. But it's actually like a flip of it. Flip of it's like turning your negatives to a positive. Because I've been through a lot of negative shit, but I'm coming to the conclusion of like, just make it to a positive. Like, yeah. whatever you do or 
this is whatever you do, just make it to a positive wherever you at. Like if you down from if you down or you up, just just think positive. And that's the thing with this. I know you can probably gonna ask me about the smiley face too. That's the thing with yep, the yep, smiley yep. face. Uh, basically, you know how it's red, just one side is a smiley face, and the other side is like the skull's coming out. It's like it's, it's like basically self-explanatory. It's like turning your your negative to a positive. You know the the scully face is like you know, negative, and the smiley face is positive. It's like you know you're switching over, kind of so. It's a deeper meaning, but yeah, yeah. I, get that. Um, I, I get this vibe that um, art and fashion was an outlet for you, yeah. as it was for me, because right. it seemed like it was my escape, and it's where I could be myself, right? Yeah. Do you want to share a little bit about about that? Yeah, definitely my escape, because um, I keep on referring back to Dallas, but that's kind of how where everything like started or whatever. But um, yeah, like I was doing so bad in Dallas, like not being where I wanted to be or, you know, doing the things that I needed to do, but a group of creatives found me or, or you know, we met each other. I don't, really don't know how to start it, but, yeah, they just made me want to create and do the stuff that I'm doing now. So it's like, I don't know. <laughs> this is good, man. It's uh, it's difficult at times, I feel, to find a support system to, to really have your back and to um to support you mm. you know what i mean um how has that been for you here have you been able to find a community uh yeah but no i mean i got my group of little people that i mess with but as far as like everybody i can't say that i mess with everybody right. but i respect what everybody's doing in kansas all the creators from kansas City, i really expect everyone every time i see somebody out that i see on instagram you know i go up and you know let them know that I really re- respect them from being here and putting it out into the, you know, putting their work to, in this world because we need more people like them. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting about the community here because I feel like um, it's difficult to get into at times. Yeah. It's like how, how, as we as artists, as we always have that, that, um, that ju- not the judgment, but the idea of the, how we will be accepted right. um, with your brand. Um, I think it's something worth like showing off, you know, flexing a little bit. Yeah. It's really fucking good, man. Like I was checking, I was checking out the the striped shirts that were embroidered that you had like the reverse color, and then it was like over overlapped almost, you know, as it blended into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where did that idea come from? Uh, where where did this new line? Where did where did this um, your next drop come from? Uh, life experiences, like things I've been through, I really work better, like, I feel like I work better off of pain, like, some like, something happened like, drastically in my life, I feel like I'm gonna come up, like, it's my time to come up, so, and I've been through a lot, so, yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, I get it, because it's it's funny, because it, like, blends into um, I saw on your Instagram that you're the Kansas City Chiefer, so, we smoke, all street wave, the whole team, we all smoke, it's something that, right, it's it's something that, um, that helps us adjust and helps us like open the creative door for us to really flow together. Um, has has that a, have you applied that to what you do? Yeah, uh, since day one, I, <laughs> I feel like since I really started like getting out there to create, I've been smoking heavy and smoking, listening to music. That's how I really vibe out. How I really vibe out. So yeah, I just love smoking, and it's just 
just some normal to me. Like I just it's been it's been like passed down to my family. Like everybody in my family smokes weed, and my mom is a you know dancer. She used to be a dancer, and she smokes weed and stuff like that. So I don't know. It just always been into me. So that's yeah. why I call myself the Kansas City Chiefer because yeah. I just feel like I was born. To, I, I ain't gonna say I was born to smoke weed, but like I just. That's what I do. <laughs> I love it, and I, I ain't going to never stop more than likely. So. It's the same with me. Um, my father and my brother are both hella chiefers. Right. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> it's in the blood. I don't know right. what it is. It has helped me and has helped me adjust in ways that I could never even right. explain. Uh, with, with moving forward, I want to talk to some about your most recent projects that you've been working on, mm-hmm. um, other than your drop. I know you've been working with um, the Underworld Industries, right? And helping those. So let's talk up a little bit of those homies. Yeah, those are the homies. Uh, um, yeah, it was... They, I ain't going to say they're crazy, but, like, they're crazy. They're wild. <laughs> like, they be, like, oh, no. I, 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 lo- I love them dudes, though, like, because they show me so much love for, like, day one. Like, I even had to hit them up to be like, hey, you know, let's work. They they came to me out of, you know, out of respect, out of nowhere. It was like, hey, we see what you're doing. We want to work with you. And I mean, they still hit me up to this day. Like, we still talk to each other. We in, like, a group chat. And it is all love with them. It's all love. They try to get me into, you know, being different shows with them, like vending my clothes or whatever. They just want me to be a part of anything. So that's what I really like about them. When I say they're crazy, it's like they're they're down to do it, like anything. Like they down to have fun. That's why I like being around them. Like, and it's it's like a different culture. It's like I don't even have to be around like black people all the time or whatever. And it's, they're like mostly all of them are white. And, they're still coming with a good vibe, and I think more people in Kansas City need to start doing that. Like, yeah. hood niggas need to link up with people from suburbs. Suburb niggas need, you know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. I feel like I got the best of both worlds. Like, I've been in the suburbs and I've been in the hood, so it's like, I love it, bro. Yeah, it's good to have a balance. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you bring that up because it's, it's actually it's difficult at times even to say that out loud because everyone's so center based or city based not center city based um for instance i was at a meeting in grandview on monday it's the first time i was in like on the highway in like a couple months that's how city based i am do you know what i'm saying like and i was like damn i haven't been on 71 in a minute like it has been a minute so for the for the listeners out there that are on a path of of fashion designing being an artist finding themselves smoking that weed getting that collective thought what would you say to them that that need a little bit more um, encouraging or advice mm. uh, I ain't gonna say it's hard cause I'm, well I was gonna say it's kind of hard because I'm still trying to figure out myself but you know if I could you know tell somebody well, let me ask you what what has helped you so far to be able to be where you were at helped me so far is honestly God like I feel like God when you start being more close to God or you start praying more and things start just working out and not worrying about anything like just stay positive so that's how I've really been getting just getting through things and even when it feels like it's a you know a wall in front of me you know, I still knock that mug down and still keep keep it pushing bro just keep it pushing that's it 
So I, th- I think for those listeners, it's just to keep at it. Don't don't give up. Yeah, do it. Don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged because. I know I had the moments like, damn, should I should I do this? People might look at me funny or, you know, just, it's all, it's I feel like it's all in your head. So when you just get that negativity out your head and don't, you know, just, just keep moving. <laughs> That's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, it's, it's so hard, especially where we're at in Kansas City, to, to get caught up in the negativity. Right. Um, I like to say negativity is contagious. It's like so hard. Like once it's once one thing's talked about negative, it's just like a, a fire. You know what I mean? So how can we reverse that? You know? Uh, well, I spoke to you about this like off of the broadcast, but I feel like we should have like more events. Just like more people come together because I feel like when uh, you're not doing when you're not doing anything, especially in Kansas City, it's, you can you can. You can, it's kind of weird to say, but you can find something not to do. You know what I'm saying? Just not do anything, basically. (laughs) And it's like, when you get in that mode, like, yo, your mind just starts to get, you know, settled. And I feel like the demons and the devil control your mind when you just don't do anything. So more events and people come together showing love and genuine love. That's all we need. And that's going to make people come together regardless. Just more love, more events free events you know don't charge much or whatever so let these kids come in and be creative and do what they want to do like outside of you know robbing or you know doing all the bullshit because it's a lot of bullshit in Kansas City but it's a lot of creative motherfuckers in Kansas City too so gotta gotta find that balance and then excel you know uh, quit being um, so hesitant, or you know, one foot in and one foot out. Let's do this one hundred percent. And we've seen we've seen so many like by design events like go through one hundred percent. Why? Because they were all in it, and they won and they won it. You know, together. And then that's what's cool about the community here. It's happening. We just have to be patient. We got to come together and create it together. You know what I mean? Quit being so many like eyes, and let's be a we. Let's try to do this together. <laughs> one of my. Um, one of the best questions that we've come up for this season, I want to ask you, and we talked about it before the podcast, and I'm just going to lay this on you right now, is let's say 100 years have passed and archives are found about you. Juice, what, what would you want those archives to really say about yourself? Or what, what impression would you like to leave? Yeah. Uh, uh, I want to leave smiles on people's face. Like when people, like, I want, like, when Nissy died, I want that impression, like, on people, like, that's a big impression. Like, I want to have a big impact on everybody's lives. Like, just whatever I do, it don't even have to involve with art. Like, I just want to, every, everywhere I go, I give Gene with love. And I, I'm going to keep doing that. So, and I want to do more. I want to get back to my people, my community, and, and all that. So, I want people to remember me as this. I ain't gonna, I'm not trying to be like trying to sound cliche, like a solid dude or a real real nigga or nothing like that. But I, I want to be one of the people's like now you look at Pac or you look at Nipsey or whatever. I want to be one of the people that people can look up to or people who can just talk to and just run to and talk to and I can just listen to their problems. That's that's what I'm about. So hey, yeah, hey, that's real as fuck, man. Yeah. Uh, encouraging and inspiring, especially. How old are you, by the way? I'm 22. I'll be 23 in August. 23 and dropped the line and has a website it's insane man what an inspiration um i I really i really mean that um 
what, what's what's next for you what's what's going on in the next let's say let's say this summer maybe going in the fall what's planned for you anything um i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna continuous like drop clothes bro because last continuously <laughs> drop clothes but last year uh like it was just hectic for me just like a lot of stuff was going on and I just didn't drop a lot of stuff that I wanted to, but this year I plan on to go way harder than I did last year. Yeah, visuals too. I wanna, well, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that I'm doing it now, but I wanted to get into like directing and making more videos. And Gotta manifest those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I see myself like, like directing like movies and like music videos and stuff like that. I wanna be that kind of person because I had before. I, I directed a couple of videos in Dallas a little bit, but I want to get full more into it. Oh, yeah. yeah, more than just I, I'm more of just the designer. I'm an artist, so I feel like I can do anything that anything. with yeah. my hands, so yeah. with my mind. Period. So that's what's great about the creatives in us in, in that realm is like anything with our hands we can create. Do right. you know there's there's no uh, restraint or uh, restriction mm-hmm. on what, what what we can become these days. How can we support you and know what's going on in your realm? Uh, you can support me. <laughs> That's all I'm about to say. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, you can just follow me uh, on Instagram at uh, Wicked Haley. Um, spelled W I K I D, not the regular Wicked. And Haley is H A L E Y. Wicked Haley. Or you can also follow my um, my brand at Wicked.store uh, on Instagram and wicked.store online to cop some of my clothes and everything just support the kid make sure you <laughs> support the kid just make sure you post me or whatever whatever you got to do to support I, I appreciate all the support I, it don't even have to you don't even have to be buying my clothes or whatever just the love that you show me you think you like something you dislike something or whatever just i just like to hear people voice what they think of my you know my stuff so yeah What's up, man? Well I appreciate your time Thank you, man. We're here at the Roastery I'm with Wiz What's good <laughs> And we out That was a cool interview What is good everyone It is Nate with Street Wave And welcome to another short series podcast Today I've got the owner The creator from the bottom Wadi what's going on brother What's the deal man What's cracking Talk to me Hey man We uh I got on to you from the critique and we're going to meet up and everything, but you know, like I wanted you to have your, your night. I knew you were busy and everything, but I, w- I want to dive into your story, Wadi. I want to know a little bit more about you, where you grew up, where you're from, and then where you are now. Sure. Uh, so for real, originally I'm from Kansas City, Missouri, you know, South Kansas City, uh, moved around a little bit, inner city, outer city, uh, shit. Troubled kid, for real. That's where it all started from. Just in and out. Shit, jail, for real. Didn't think I was going to graduate high school. Graduated. Uh, man, it's just been a long road, for real. Kind of figured what I wanted to do. It wasn't really fashion. It was always music. It's still music. But I feel like I never had nothing to connect. So when people saw me, they saw Wadi, but they didn't see what Wadi represented, you know? So I was like, what can I represent? I'm like, I represent the struggle, but I couldn't put that into a stylish way. So I was like, from the bottom, because that's where the struggle was. So that's where we started, that's where we at now. And 
it could it was just gonna be merch, you know, a couple of t-shirts, probably a couple of hats or something, but me personally, I like to style out, so I'm like people gonna represent me and what from the bottom is I want them to do it in style. I want them to come up in style, you know. So it's pretty much where we came from and it kinda took a win of its own. It's one of those do something, hop on the road, just drive, and you're going to make the right turns and the wrong turns, but you're going to find your way, you know what I mean? So that's where we at with it. Uh, I love the the name uh, from the bottom. It resonates with us and with a lot of the homies just because we've started out with nothing and we're trying to make it one you know, one day at a time, one foot at a foot. Um, where, where did the concept from the bottom um, start from? Were you just like drawing one day and you're like, oh, yeah, this is, this is just what I, I'm going to call it? Nah, like like I said, the concept was more really about finding what represents you, you know what I mean? What could connect to people like me, pretty much. So, like I said, it was, I represent the struggle, but I couldn't just call it the struggle or like, you know, so it was really like from the bottom. I was realizing the place I was at at the time. It was like, I felt like I had to start fresh, start over, start from the bottom. Now we just climbing right now. So we've been in the game for about a year, cause getting a lot of traction. Like you said, people like yourself connecting with it. So it's people who definitely connect with it in their own way. Everybody, I feel like everybody has a starting point. It really don't matter what avenue you are, you know what I mean? Even if you get that intro entry level employee position, you a CEO in three years, you still started from the bottom, you know what I mean? Any any aspect you come from. Freshman in college, you graduate, you know what I mean? You started, you know where. So it's all started like that, man. A lot of people come as if, like, it got to be, like, a street or it's it's deeper than that, man. It's a worldwide meaning, so that's what we're trying to expose to the world right now. Um, how many how many um, garments or pieces did you put together for the critique? Uh, I put together about 10 pieces, man. We did a biker short set. Jerseys, hats, dad caps, uh, my uh, come up track suits, uh, some a piece that was short set that we gonna introduce in the summer, really release in the summer, a camel short set, some fly shit, you know, yeah, some fly shit. Uh, we got the visors, that's something that we wanna go ahead and try to make trend this summer. Uh, what else did we do? We the bulletproof vest, I feel like that's just something that po- the culture is rocking with right now. It kind of represents its own thing. Um, and that's really it at, that I can remember right now. Oh, and definitely the swimsuits, man. Shout yeah. out to the ladies, man. Yeah, ladies killed the swimsuits at the critique. So, yeah, we definitely on the swimsuit wave and swimming trunks, too. So we're going to do that for the summer, make it a hot and sexy summer. You know what I mean? So that's how we're going to do it. Yeah, I wanted to highlight on the tracksuit, man. Like, that was fire. Uh, on the the... the yeah, the lines were fire, man. Um, so with the critique, was this your first time? Yeah, that's my first fashion show right there. First damn, time. damn, that's what's yeah, up. That was a thing right <laughs> it was an ownage though, for for real, man. Like, um, I, I love the professional um, ness to it, um, but then also having some fun and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I really didn't know what to expect of the critique, uh, critique this year because I. Um, I was at the fall one and it was like um, in a different setting. So at the hangar, I was like, man, what can these people really bring about? Did you have any good moments at that time? Do you remember like any? any oh, yeah, man, I had some great moments, man. Uh, standing behind the curtain, like I said, it was my first fashion show. So sitting behind the curtain, just seeing the reaction from the crowd, you know, uh, seeing people actually appreciate 
the art because it's art in the fashion. So seeing people appreciate each piece, uh, not really having my face to identify. It's not really one of those, oh, it's Wadi, so we're going to support him because, you know, I know him. Or, you know, it was more just genuine people relating to the story, relating to the brand, seeing the pieces, breaking down the pieces like yourself. You know what I mean? Uh, identifying the professionalism as when they see the streetwear, man. It's, it wasn't just so like, hey, go out here and just do whatever. It's professionalism, but I still entertained y'all. We kept it organized, and y'all still focused on the main things, which was the pieces of the show, you know? So I felt like that 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 highlight definitely. Um, the swimsuit, when the uh, she brought the Pomeranian out, oh, man, she brought the little dog out, man. She killed it. She killed it. So that, that was a highlight. And then just at the end, uh, my little model, uh, Tajiana, she's eight years old. She was dope. She came out there. They they loved her. She was like the icing on the cake. And then she came back, led the line of the Suge dance, which when everybody thought the show was over, they just walked out and then the beat dropped and then everybody just got hype again. So I, it was like one of those, I just wanted everybody to keep clapping. Just keep clapping, entertain, enjoy yourself. And then at the end, man, you know, finally make my son out, my bow out. And it was yeah, a dope moment, bro. I think it's... Uh one of the most like emotional but like profounded moments when you can bring out the family and blend them into your work yeah. and see them come alive that's what i loved about like the 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 children-esque theme at the beginning of the critique was like oh man this is for everybody you know it's not like 21 and up or anything like let's inspire everybody yeah. and then the people that came out the kids that came out and walked they walked with attitude if there was you know and with confidence like they, like they could run up the whole runway like they could own it so yeah it was dope it was uh very um inspiring for me just to be like cool like there's gonna actually be some you know some future models here in the the city there's gonna be some some great things so uh you mentioned about music and then you got in the fashion what music you got some tracks yeah okay yeah uh find me on soundcloud find me on apple music spotify whatever all streaming services uh look a wadi w-a-d-i space f-t-b uh yeah man so definitely check that out man because it all started from the music but now that we got a brand that people can identify with and connect to it, it just works even more it's, it's hand in hand right now so um yeah so i don't know if i'm a rapper turned designer or designer turned rapper but shit, it works you know I wonder if you could like put those two words together Man. and create something new. Rapper, <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Um, but yeah, so what's next for you? What's, what's next from, from the bottom? Um, right now, for us, man, we just focused on growth right now, trying to develop. Uh, right now, uh, after the fashion show, my team, luckily I got a good team. Right now they're handling everything. So I can 100% dive back into the music. We've been pushing the brand for like a year strong right now. So uh, now that we got that business venture on cruise control, uh, we actually working on a radio station, man. We're trying to get frequencies uh, from the bottom radio. You know what I mean? Hopefully we can do some a collab like Street Wave, yeah. from the bottom podcast, you know what I mean? Yeah. Probably every Wednesday or something. Man, I'm looking for a segment like that. That'd be dope. Uh, but, yeah, so that's what we focused on right now. Right now. I'm focused on just diving in. I got a, Like I said, I got a good team. I got a couple artists from the squad. So we just all been focused 100% to the music, get the music out here, and just run this marathon, RP the Nip. Any advice for those people that are kind of in the middle ground and trying to excel to decide if they, if they want to create something 
um, whether it's in music or in fashion. Would you have any advice or tips for right now for any of the, the youngsters? Yeah, man, I'm going to say every question you have, you should go research it. You should go Google it. You should go study it. You should go do homework, anything you decide to do. It don't matter. Uh, Since we got YouTube, I know a lot of people don't like to read, but you got YouTube out there, man. You can just type in whatever, you know what I mean? Study whatever. Learn a piece of something, anything. It doesn't matter. Knowledge is power, man. Just go dig up that information, man. So, Hey, how do I start a shirt? How do I go get a shirt made? Like, go Google it, man. So many answers in so many ways. I didn't have no, I didn't have no guidance. I didn't have nobody really tell me, hey, you know what I mean? I figured I had an idea. I wanted to learn. I wanted to build on it. You know what I mean? I dove in. I really didn't, I didn't know. I didn't have a clue. I'm pretty sure somebody else out there that doesn't have a clue. But want to get started, man, you got to get in your car. You got to drive to start on your road to success. You got to drive. The hardest part is getting in the car and starting that bitch. You know what I mean? Man, that's for real right there. Um, I really appreciate that. We we uh we have a kind of a deeper question for all our guests, and I want to leave this or not leave it, but I should have a question for you. Is um, all right. Let's say a hundred years have passed, and some archives are found about Wadi. What would you want those archives to say about you, man? Um, man, if they could dig up some archives a hundred years from now, man, hopefully it's one of those where they where they inspired to keep going and don't ever quit, man. I'm talking about. It's been a lot of odds I had to face. A lot of people I had to prove wrong. A lot of things I still had to do and I'm still doing. So when it's all said and done, man, I want to get to the point where people really realize, like, hey, man, Waddy did it. I seen him do it. We watched him do it. You know what I mean? And, like, it happened. So I just want to keep – I want people just to keep going. Keep going, man, because you living and, shit, you want to live doing something. You want to live for a purpose. Shout out to Street Wave, man. Cause he found, I found, I'm pretty sure you found your little avenue right now, man. You found your passion, you found your calling, man. So you keep it pushing, bro. Don't quit. You know what I mean? Ain't no telling where this can go. Cause this right here is dope. You know what I mean? So, but you gotta keep growing. So hopefully in a hundred years, man, they realize that and be like, hey, he one of the guys who didn't quit. And with quitting and consistency and hard work shows, hey, it pays off, man. At the end, so keep pushing. I appreciate it, man. We're here at Blip. I'm here with Wadi from the bottom. We out.